0: Before we start this week's episode of Just Saying, we'd like to introduce you to Our Riveter. What began as two military spouses armed with a big idea, a sewing machine, and a canvas has grown into a bold movement that provides portable careers to military spouses. To learn more and shop these handcrafted bags, please visit OurRiveter.com. Use code BRIEF at checkout for 15% off all signature collection items. Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick, and today we're going to tackle writing emails, part two. If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. And if you've been here before, welcome back. Please spread the word. We are helping people become lean communicators, clear and concise. And that's a struggle for a lot of people, especially when it comes to writing emails. There's a lot of bad emails. Um, As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and also a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And the point of my business is to help you and those around you raise your game, to become better communicators, more intentional, lower the noise, lower all the distractions and disruptions. And emails is absolutely a source of annoyance for people. It is a burden. Your inboxes are constantly filling, and they're never going to stop. I was just over the weekend um, checking email and trying to cut it back down, and then it just the numbers just popped back up again. And I just it's like a flooding basement, and you try to get rid of the water, but it just doesn't seem to go away. So today's part two about writing a solid email, and you know, I want you to think about lists and what list you're on. Are you on the preferred senders list? That when you somebody gets an email from you, they're trained to open it and read it and respond to it? Or are you on the no-doubt delete and delay list? Now, it's very easy for you to to, to end up on that delete and delay list because you haven't thought about the things that you need to think about before you hit send. And what we talked about last time was, um, first of all, should it be an email at all? And second of all, the time spent to think and organize before you even start writing Writing is not a technical problem. It's a thinking and organizational problem. Are you using quiet? Even if it's just for a few minutes about what am I trying to say and why am I even sending this and what do I want the person to do and what do I want to communicate? Um, and finally, you know, just writing it and walking away. So what we're going to pick up on part two is that you want to ensure that your, e- that your emails are always easy to open, easy to read, and easy to reply to. And this is possible, it's very doable, and that's why I'm doing this podcast. And the second part really is around what happens after you've written your first draft. So you've thought about it, you've organized what you want to say, and then you've actually set about writing it, and then you've walked away. So what I want you to do is actually I don't want you, I want you to pick up and just walk away. I want you to put, close your laptop, step away. Don't do it right away, even if it's for a minute or five minutes or an hour, walk away from that email. Realize that there's a risk if you just quickly hit send. I know you're in a hurry and you got a million things to do, but I want you to walk away. There's a risk and there's a reward. Am I going to be on the preferred um, sender's list? That's the reward if I'm going to be on the delete and delay list. If I'm very haphazard with this and hit send, I might not be communicating and putting my best foot forward, so I'm going to walk away. Okay. Now you've walked away, go grab a cup of coffee, do something different, um, have some quiet time, change gears, and you're going to come back to that email. It's still in draft form, and you are going to edit it. But you're not going to just edit it in any way. You're going to edit like you're your worst critic. What I mean by that is, imagine like you're the person receiving it, and you're having a bad day, you're super busy, you're really critical and then you're opening your email and you're you're forming a judgment of the person, in this case it's you, um, based on the quality of that email. So you want to edit the email like your, your worst critic. And that will always be helpful. So what are you looking for when you edit it? First and foremost, typos. Did I spell anything wrong? I can't tell you how many emails I've seen. I don't care if it's job applicants, people that are... Um, trying to get me to do something like um, marketing services where there's typographical errors in the email. I mean, and including that as things that should be uppercase that are lowercase, spacing issues, punctuation, just typos, just mistakes. Just simple, stupid mistakes. It's amazing because when you make those mistakes, the person you're sending it to, they're going to see your mistake immediately. I don't know why it is, but it's magic. It's like... It's the glaring thing looking right at you. You spelled the word two instead of T-O-O-T-O. Or instead of T-W-O, you spell T-W. Or whatever mistake, silly mistake that you made because you were thoughtless, careless, or in a hurry. Check for typos. Second thing I want you to look for is formatting. Is there some white space? Does it look, if you scanned it and you skimmed it, does it look readable? If you look at a block paragraph, or you look at ones with bullet points, white space. I want you to format it so that there's the eyes when it scans it and skims it is invited to want to read it, okay? Because people instantaneously make judgments. If your formatting is not inviting, if it looks busy, if it's the sentences are too long, there's no bullet points, you're not you know even broken it up at all it's not a person's not going to want to read it if it looks hard they're going to delay if it looks easy they're going to want to read so make it look always make it look easy don't make it look difficult so you got to change up the formatting break it up make instead of one paragraph maybe you can make three small paragraphs or two bullet points um next thing cut it cut it cut it like take out your red pen and just maybe print it out when you're editing it and what words can go? Imagine like words are like weight and you're in a boat and the boat's filled and the, every word is going to make the boat sink. you got to take words off the boat. Get them out of the boat. You're trying to save weight. Cut, cut, cut. And the famous words of Strunk and White, omit needless words. If you don't need to say it, don't say it. Treat it like a game. Treat trimming and cutting and editing and redacting like a game. For every word that you get, you get a prize. Okay? I do this when I edit it. It's fun. When you edit it, you just make it shorter. Okay. And then finally, what's make sure that there's a clear call to action. What do you want the reader to do? So when the person's receiving the email, one call to action. I am, am emphatic about this. Don't have emails with three different responses. One response. And what is that response? Ideally, it's yes. Or an answer Imagine what the answer is And if you're the person Is it easy to answer the question Because when you're busy The person's going to get this email on their phone They're in a car They're driving around They're at an airport Between meetings And they're like Okay, I just got this email I heard what you said But I don't know what to do Then they're going to get stuck Make sure that the call to action is clear What would you do if you got the email? If it requires a lot of like I don't know what to do you got to change the call to action. Make sure it's really simple what the response is going to be. What's your ideal response? Okay, so those are the first two things is walk away. Absolutely, just walk away. And then when you come back, I want you to edit it like your worst critic. And then finally, send it. But wait, don't send it at the time that you want to send it. Send it at the best time the person wants to receive it. A friend of mine set, suggested this to me, and it's brilliant. People send emails thinking this is a good time for me to send it, but they never think that, what's the best time for the person to get it. Is it Monday morning? Is it is it Wednesday afternoon? Like, Think about the timing. Maybe the person is going to be traveling. That's a good time to send it because they're going to be catching up in emails. I don't know. You know the person better than I do. But think, when is the best time to send it? If it's right now, then send it right now. If you don't know, then you can send it now. But if you do know, like, hey, it would be better better for me to send this, you know, at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning because the person is going to be checking their emails at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. And it's not going to be a good time this afternoon because it's the end of the day and their inbox is getting filled. If it's really pick the timing, pick the timing. It's super important. So that's it. That's the, the writing a solid email comes down to, I think, a willingness to step away. And not being in such a hurry Even if it's for a minute or five minutes Maybe it's an hour um, I think that The second thing is When you're coming down to editing I think Looking at it from the standpoint of Be critical Like this is a person's How they're going to form an opinion of you The work that you're doing What you're talking about What you want So your editing process has got to be thorough And, and clean it up absolutely clean up. And then when you send it, don't just send it, you know, like, cause Oh, I just want to get done with it. A lot of people do this. Like at the end of the week, they just want to like, okay, I got all the stuff. I just got my to-do list. I get it. I have to get it done. Have some, um, be a little bit more thoughtful about the, the timing when you send it. I, I, I can't tell you, um, when I get emails, um, they just come in absolute floods. And somebody told me this years ago, like sometimes it's a good idea to send people emails on like a, like a Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening when they're kind of prepping for their next week or um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, it might be better because Monday is a super busy day and they got a lot of meetings going on or whatever the, whatever the timing might be. It's just you taking a moment and thinking, you know, what's best for them, okay? Because when that onslaught comes, when the flood comes and their inbox is filling up and your email's in that mix, they're not gonna read it. They're just They're just not gonna read it. So th- those are some thoughts, um, both in part one, um, you know, how to develop the thought, and then part two now is how to come back to it, how to edit it, and then the, the key time, I'm, I'm going to hit send. There are no typos. It's really clean. It's good to go. Then you hit send. Okay? So when you think about this, here's, here's, a, here's, a, here's a way of thinking about this. When so many emails are just plain awful, they're junk, they're not good, they're not readable, they're terrible— Make sure that yours are always simple, straightforward, and super easy. Always, always, always. Just saying.